Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. It's How We Seize It, episode 186. This week we are tackling Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, this is uh, just recently released. Um, it's been out now about, what, uh, about four weeks, five weeks? About a month, yeah. A month, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it is it is taking the nation by storm. I, I think it's <laughs> it's it's been it's been one of the top-rated movies and in, in winning the weeks for the movies that have been out, I think, since it's been out... Uh, it, it just it's just dominated for the most part. Um, uh, it's it's one of the highest uh, rate or uh, what's what's words I'm looking for? Uh, grossing. Grossing. That's it. I was gonna say make an income, but that just didn't sound right. But yeah, grossing <laughs> uh, animated movie. Uh, you know, in a long time, it's killing it. So um, yeah, it, it's 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 been a hit. And you know, if you joined us last week, you know we covered uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which was the 2018. Uh, movie that started this all off with Miles Morales, and this was kind of a, a, a the next step. And uh, it's a two-parter, so we're going to get another one, a, a third movie in this in this franchise. And and some people, I mean, a lot of people I was listening to in podcasts were already saying that they think it's going to be the the best uh, um, three. Uh, what is God? I'm I'm, I'm trilogy. Not, trilogy. <laughs> Man, my English is not here today. Uh, it's been one of those. Uh, yeah, best uh, superhero trilogy of all time. Uh, some people are calling it that already without having seen the third one. And I'm that's like, oh. that's a little dangerous. Yeah, it's like dropping the mic they, before they, before they, the last act. Landing, it definitely will <laughs> yeah. be, but it'll be up there. I don't know if best, but it'll be up there. I mean, well, I guess if if you throw that superhero uh, name in it, uh, and not just best trilogy, but superhero trilogy. Yeah, I could see that or best. Uh, animated trilogy. You start throwing trilogy around though by itself. I no, don't think you touch it. You can't it. go. I mean, seriously, you're you're you can't <laughs> go. Star Wars. You, you're not going to be able to to handle yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> you know, star, sorry, Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. I mean. Right, but there's it's always also the, still... uh, there's always the possibility of doing the Matrix, the Matrix Reloaded, and then following up with Matrix <laughs> Revolution and going whoops, or you know. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Uh, was it what Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, and then Crystal yeah. Skull? No, Last Crusade I mean, was considered the last of that trilogy. That's the classic trilogy, and and I think most people agree that was an epic finale to that. What were the three in the trilogy? Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, and uh, Last Crusade. And then what about the Crystal Skull? Crystal Skull after? came out in like 2007, so that was like 20 gotcha. years later. And um, most people kind of, from what I've heard, just rather that not have shown up. <laughs> I, I, I pretend it didn't exist. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it, a lot of people really are. And I think it has a lot to do with being fresh right now, and a lot of people are into it. Um, you know, yeah. it's it's getting a lot of praise for its, its uh, animation style and stuff like that. So there's a lot of people really hot to uh, be on the bandwagon of loving this. So I'm sure we're all probably close to that or, or somewhere in between or, you know, a leg at least into it. Like, I don't think anybody's going to hate this movie. I, I, I haven't come across anybody that didn't enjoy it. There's yeah. been a few that dis weren't like there was some that are over the top. I'm like, yeah, slowly roll. It wasn't that great. Like there, you know, there, 
were talking about, you know, naming their kids after people and stuff, right? And I'm like, yeah, you're giving a little bit too much credit, but. I mean, yeah. we'll get there, but I, I, I mean, visually it's, it's stunning, but it's not just flash. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of, the writing's good. There's a lot of. Yes. Uh, emotion in it. I mean, it doesn't ignore the characters, which is no, dangerous no. in a sequel. Yeah. 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 Well, before we get to uh, talking about all that, there's some things we got to talk about, and that's our <laughs> drinks for this episode. Um, we always do a cocktail or uh, something we're drinking that pairs with whatever we're watching. That's no different this week. Uh, this time we're going with that Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, I saw I, we have a little text chain before that they come across before, so we kind of know what. Uh, and I'm really curious about. Uh, Bo and Steve's, uh, you guys. I'm, I usually I can pick up what's going on, and I, I saw those, and I'm like, okay, I'm stumped. Okay, so uh, I, I want to get right. into these. So uh, let's go. Steve, you want to take it away? Yeah, I'll go first because because you're right. Uh, mine's kind of one of those six degrees of separation. How I how I came up with mine. Um, there were two two kind of directions I was going. One was my fascination with how this compared to the Back to the Future trilogy. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. Oh. And I started going down that route. And the only thing that remained was the bananas, uh, the banana peels. Because my wife was saying, oh, she's throwing some, some banana peels because that's what uh, what Doc uh, ends up throwing in the in the, the little atomizer or whatever that, that gets the boost of energy once okay. they transition. To, I thought you were talking about two. Spider-Man. I was like, no, 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 no. Back to the future. About, and, yeah. and we'll, we'll come, uh, I'll bring up that comparison later. Okay. I ended up uh, going with the title, the title across the, across the Spider-Verse. Whenever I hear it, I'm always reminded of the, of the Beatles song across the universe, which I think it's kind of a nod to written by okay. uh, John Lennon, who uh, also is known as the walrus. And so I found a walrus okay. cocktail. Wow. That's that's where that came from. But I was also excited to find out that the walrus is actually a Spider-Man villain uh, introduced in 19, <laughs> 1983. And they both kind of drew drew their inspiration from the same uh, poem, nice. the, the walrus and the carpenter, which is, I think, from uh, gotcha. Through the Looking Glass. Um, yeah. And uh, well. What, what? And also a little homage to Guardians of the Galaxy three because right. one of the one of the Chiefs. things was a walrus, Chiefs. right? Teeps, uh, yeah, Teeps, right? Exactly. Yeah, I thought about so there that. There you go. That's when I put the banana because the bananas weren't part of the recipe, but I put them in as walrus teeth in my picture. You'll see. Um, <laughs> that was that was just a little that, that reminded me of Teeps when I saw that. But anyway, I got excited about this drink because it was using a uh, uh, a liqueur that I'd never used before and i found out a little information about it it's called a a um, oh i got it now i gotta find my notes to where i joined <laughs> it um it's well it, star it starts with a, a rye so it's it's where am i sorry let me bring okay yeah it's got I think uh, he's had a few already one and a half ounces of rye whiskey but uh, it's got a half ounce of cointreau a half ounce of simple syrup and then a half ounce of punta mess punta mess oh. is a it's I've a, seen that in recipes. Yeah, I thought it was a, a a vermouth, but it's not not a straightforward. It's about two thirds vermouth, sweet vermouth, and it's got about one third of an amaro. And both those things I love, and that's kind of where where this it's it's kind of a mixture of both put together. Nice. And so I went to Bottle Barn and found that in the vermouth section, and I was ex excited about that. I even found I was doing a little research on it, and I noticed your one of your cocktails. No, it was based off of a paper airplane or what is it the yeah and paper plane paper plane paper okay plane. and uh one of the one of the recipes i saw online was was trying this in it and actually comparing it um well, okay so so that it's it's a good substitute for things when you want things to be a little bit 
if you want it to be a little sweeter, if it's too sweeter, you, yeah, you know, or or the other way around, if you, if it's something that uh, you you want some some bitter, but the but the the amaro you're adding is a little too bitter, so maybe maybe add this to sweeten it up. So, gotcha. um, then you're also adding two dashes of orange bitters and mixing it up. And I gotta say, it's 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 on the sweet side, but it's delicious. I think the rye really really helps balance it out. So it's called the walrus. <laughs> nice, nice. I, I was I, I, I have no idea where he's gonna get from this, but yeah, you always you always come through, and that's that's awesome. Oh, thank you. All right, Bo, what do you got for us? So for me, it was the kind of underlying theme, and it's a little nuanced, but um, you know, it's it's. I find it. I should I should start sitting in the back of the movie so I can take notes, because like I get out of the movie and I'm like my mind's going a million miles an hour and I can't really nail it down but i do remember there was a sort of underlying theme about miles's dad getting oh. a promotion to be a captain to being a a, a a police captain and that's kind of yep. this underlying theme in the whole thing so i i use that as sort of my my common thread for my two drinks my beer was a uh, captain hops a lot i think is what it's called um you know it's hops you know like the hops from beer and then the other one's called the captain's cocktail and there were a lot of them on there because a lot of them you know, Captain Morgan's obviously has a yep, million yep. Captain cocktails, but this one's more of a traditional one. Um, and it is um, half an ounce of Captain Morgan's, one ounce of regular rum, uh, lime juice, an ounce of lime juice, a half a teaspoon of sugar, which I think was a little light. I think it should have been a little more sugar. So mm-hmm. a half a teaspoon of sugar and then... Um, da, 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 da. Oh, uh, it called for port, and we don't really carry port. We don't have a lot of port laying around, and I wasn't exactly going to buy a whole bottle of port at this point. So I used something we have that's very close to it, and it's this cranberry tequila liqueur that we got from my sister-in-law. So it kind of has some port, I guess, nuances to it, for lack of a better term. So um, I use that, and it's you kind of drizzle that on the top. It's supposed to use crushed ice. My ice crusher is out of commission right now, so I need regular ice. Uh, is she at work? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> don't you have a hammer? You got to have a hammer. That's, that's, I just, that's I, the go-to I was, for crushed it, ice. It was a time thing. I don't I want to be too late for the podcast. Come on. <laughs> I know. I, I was running a little late for the podcast, and I didn't want to like hold you guys up while I crushed yeah, ice. Yeah, it's all good. And, and all that, so. <laughs> Anyhow, but it was uh, it was pretty good. So uh, it's a pretty good cocktail. Like I said, not as sweet as I would have liked, but kind of daiquiri ask so yeah exactly it's uh it's decent so anyway um good stuff. i like i like that kind of poured over the top of stuff i've done that with uh with sours and and uh i found a couple different yeah. things uh cherry brandy works really good um any kind of like sweet kind of fruity uh, uh liqueur really tops off like a sour really well yep. so nice all right yeah. nina what you got for us well um one of the things i kept saying when i was online about this movie is the number 42 kept coming up like the spiders mm-hmm. 42 there's uh, when miles falls off the building the there's a four and a two that fall down next to him and it just keeps coming up and um apparently that was something that was in the comic as well yeah and oh. uh some people are like oh does it have to do with hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy and um director said no no it's it's uh jackie robinson really and, uh, his number however a comic artist and the creator of miles morales has never said yeah he, he was it was the story i heard um you 
you might have heard this too, Noah, was um, he's like, oh, I'll, eventually it'll it'll become clear. And he was um, let go from Marvel publishing before he was able to do that. And he's like, fine, you'll never know. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, but I thought that was interesting. So I found what it all leads up to. The, I have a, it's the cocktail's called a 42. And it's funny, when I when I looked at the ingredients, it's sort of like the evil twin of the, the comic the, the comic. The the cocktail I did last week, which the Kirby, <laughs> uh, the Kirby cameo, which was in sweet vermouth, simple syrup, and raspberries. And this is gin, high vermouth, honey syrup, and a dash of bitters. So it's mostly gin. It's like two and a half ounces gin, half ounce of dry vermouth, um, a quarter ounce of honey syrup, which is like simple syrup, except you use honey instead of sugar. Yeah. And yeah. Um, a dash of bitters, which I didn't have, but my answer to Bottle Barn, my back neighbor, Dan, <laughs> I, <laughs> I texted him and he just came over with a the bottle and I just threw it in there. And he's like, so uh, anyway, I that's, haven't tasted it yet, but let me give it a try. That's pretty cool having a neighbor that you can, uh, yeah, like I need this real quick or I need that real quick. <laughs> hey, no, Most last- people borrow more sugar. Last week Stop we both we both had cocktails that had forty two in the name too, so we gotta like put yeah. those on one uh, on one page yeah. on on YouTube on on Facebook yeah, or yeah. something just to compare them because they're probably all completely different. Yeah, exactly. Probably. probably, and yeah, Dan Dan did off. He's like, you need anything else? I have tequila. I have bourbon. I have, <laughs> so, then I might take him up on that in the future. So, right, nice, nice. That's kind of cool. No, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I knew kind of where that was coming from when I saw the title. I was like, okay, I got that one. The others were, were way off. And and he's also he's also one of our fans. Every time he goes on a he he uh, drives out to Pittsburgh to visit family uh, every so often, and he'll be like, you're it's like you and your brother and Noah and Steve are my companions on the on the, on the <laughs> nice. So. Well, that's awesome to hear. Uh, that's yeah. really cool. I, I always love hearing when when there's someone that actually listens and they'll they'll bring up a question or something like that. It's it's yeah. kind of fun. Um, so, I mean, just like always, I, I start going down rabbit holes for drinks. I get all kinds of crazy. I, for a while, I was trying to look up a T-Rex drink because I really like the, <laughs> the, the dinosaur uh, Spider-Man. And uh, so... Uh, but then the one thing that really stood out to me in this movie is, is actually not Spider-Man, but it was uh, the Renaissance Vulture. Oh. And, uh, you know, the Da Vinci Vulture. And because he... he, he this is kind of one where that you know it really comes off, and the 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 different animation styles really show where this yeah. is almost like a different person. Like this is one where the the worlds really look different. And uh, so I, I I got into that. So I started looking for different things, and I found two drinks that kind of played with that, but not exactly. And one was a paper airplane, and the other was birds of prey. Hmm. And I was like, well, maybe I'll. You know, I'll take bits and pieces of them together and I'll figure out one. And then as I, uh, you know, and this is right up to the point I got home today. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make both drinks, taste them, and then pour them in together. So I actually made a full air, uh, paper airplane, uh, which is one and a half ounces of Amaro, one and a half ounces of Aperol, uh, one ounce bourbon, and one and a half ounce of uh, fresh squeezed lemon. Shake that up, pour it in. Tasted it. It's not so bad. It's got a little bitterness to it. You know, it's it, it's it's a decent one, but it's not. It wouldn't be my favorite. But uh, I mean, 
if it, if it was all that was said on the counter, I probably wouldn't, you know, dump it out. Uh, so, um, and then the birds of prey, which is much more in my, my, my wheelhouse. It's got that sweetness to it. That's a ounce and a half of, it called for a, an eight year rum, but I had a captain Morgan's parrot Bay that I wanted to put in there. Cause I wanted to really kick up that, that sweetness. It's got that coconut rum. Captain Morgan's parrot Bay. Yeah. It's a, it's a 90 proof, uh, uh, coconut rum. It was a, a bill and Sally, uh, like staple. Uh, that we always okay. used to have with Coke. And it's just, it's one of those things is when you have a coconut rum, you know, that, that Captain Morgan for that Coke, you know that flavor and it's always going to taste the same. It is spot on. Yeah. But I use that because it's a little bit sweeter rum. What, what was the, gotcha. you, you brought out that that uh, Parrot Bay for a cocktail. I, I did it for uh, the, the Dungeons and Dragons one because that was uh, Bill's Lixer, Lixer of Laughter. Okay. was my drink. Uh, right. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so yeah, it has an, an ounce and a half of the Pear Bay rum, a uh, uh, half ounce of Campari, uh, point uh, or three quarters ounce lime, and three quarter ounce pineapple juice, and then a half ounce of the uh, Marchier. Oh, God, I, I said it perfect. That's the one. <laughs> I, liqueur I even, or cherries? Liqueur. Yeah. No liqueur. I even uh, practiced that earlier when I was re- when I was putting it in. I was like, <laughs> I'm not even going to do it now. I'm screwed up. <laughs> Anyways, make that up. Have us. That's your bird of prey. Um, that is delicious. That's one that like that's. So you I, mix these together, and then so I had them separate. I took the pictures of them separate, and then I poured them into a single glass, and now have them together. So now I have what I'm calling my uh, uh, paper vulture. Nice. And and so it, it's it's got that 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 paper airplane and birds of prey mixed together, and it's a a paper vulture, which is the Renaissance vulture or the Da Vinci vulture, just because I thought it was such a cool. I mean. Vulture was always a shit villain in the comics. Um, the the like first bad or just a bad dude or a bad villain? Like you didn't yes, like him? You yes. He was poorly All done? of that. All of that. Okay. <laughs> he was an old guy. He he reminded me of the, you know, the Vulture from the the Looney Tunes? You know, the sort of, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> he kind of looked like that. And he was yeah. just a bad, bad villain. And But when we had uh, the new Spider-Man in the MCU, they uh, had uh, the Vulture and they made him fucking kick ass. And so this is just sure. another iteration of like, okay, I guess the Vulture can be pretty badass if you if you put do them right. And this was one that they really did right. And I really enjoyed it. Um, I mean, he was so badass that it took three Spider-Men to kill, you know, <laughs> to beat him. So, right. Uh, so that's that's my drink for for this one, and uh, you know I always I always wonder what you guys are doing because I I rack my brain some of these times. I'm like, oh, if I don't get a good one, it's gonna suck. And so, <laughs> I wonder if you guys are doing the same. But we always come up with some really I, I killer do. ones. I am. I, I think they've only had one time where we had duplicates. I forget I forget when it was, but it was for one of the MCU's and and two of us. It was me and you, right? I think. I think yeah, we we've had a couple. Yeah, we had the 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 spouse episodes when we had. Um, the Footloose, I think we ended up with a triple, actually. Oh, yeah. Well, and then, far, yeah. Or the uh, Preacher's Farmer's Daughter. daughter. Yeah, our Preacher's oh, Daughter, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, but I, I mean, it is what idea. it is. <laughs> but I think I think it's great because we all we all have different mind waves that go into this, and, and we end up with these different things, and it's incredible to think how you guys, everybody sees this different and comes with these cocktails. And, and uh, you know, I love the fact that we all kind of find something cool and make it our own too. And that, that yep. just, it makes it great. Yeah. And it, nothing, yeah. It, it's not like it always comes together like some, you know, awesome drink that <laughs> it just represents everything. Sometimes it's just, yeah. you're just going down a little, like you say, a little, little rabbit hole. You find something that, that resonates for this yeah. little moment and, and, uh, and you want to make a drink out of it. So yeah. exactly. 
And as long as it's a good drink and we have some fun with it, that's I, all that we're I'm kind of curious how yours is. I mean, both those drinks. I, it's actually I, I delicious. Like, but you put them together and boy, that's that's a little. It's really good. It actually, <laughs> it kills a little bit of the sweetness from the, the birds of prey, which I can see if you're not really into that kind of tropical sweetness, it could be much. But then on the other side, you got a little bit heavy bitter on that. And if you're not really into that, and it kind of melds the two in together and makes this nice, clean tasting. It's it's. I actually yeah. really like it. You, you could it's have a double. Could have a beautiful, you know, combination of Spider-Man like we've seen in across the the Spider-Verse, <laughs> or you could suffer the multiverse of madness and get kind of like more of a chaotic <laughs> mess of, of characters. That is that, true. No, it, it came together really good. I, I was a little worried too. I was like, oh man, if this goes bad, it could be bad. But it, I, it actually came out really good. Like this is something I would order. You know, it, it's a lot of ingredients to order out, out, but it's something that is I would make again. Hey, before we get too far into the movie, I want to bring up my Back to the Future reference because it really has sure. nothing to do with the the, <laughs> the movie itself. But when I got out of this movie, because I just saw it a couple of days ago, and when I when I left the theater, all I could think about was well, that's not all I can think about. But but one of the things I was thinking about was how remembering seeing Back to the Future two and how I felt after that because. Back to the Future was such a monumental movie. 1985, you know, I was 15 years old. It was an epic, epic movie. It just makes you feel, you know, so anxious for the next one because they kind of leave you hanging a little. It's a tease as, hey, we're going to we're going to maybe make another one. But the the movie itself, Back to the Future, felt so complete. But then they throw Back to the Future 2 at you and it's chaotic i mean it was it was fun but it was busy and 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 wild and i think they they suffered from something that this movie did not suffer from i think they they lost the characters i think i think they got a little too too crazy in the in all the different time streams crossing and stuff and creating this chaos this movie got close you know it did a lot of chaos with all these characters but i think it it uh it stuck to the characters uh well but it also like like the Back to the Future, you know, it's a trilogy. It's got we're waiting for that third one now. What are they going to do with it? Because right. Back to the Future three kind of, in my mind, redeemed the trilogy a little bit. It was it, it brought it back together a little bit. And I'm I'm mm-hmm. hoping I'm hoping that uh, well I I'm I I was a fan of Across the Spider Verse, but uh, what is it Beyond the Spider Verse? It's coming. Um, yeah, that's the know, last one. Is what it, they're going to be calling if it, that. If it's six the landing, then then that's going to be another another great trilogy. Although unlike Back to the Future, this one's based on it's got some source materials in spider-man whereas back to the future was a completely original script so right all right anyway that was it that was that was cool. what i wanted to throw out <laughs> yeah that makes sense though i mean it's it's uh i mean it, it just makes sense i don't know it's 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 a similar <laughs> kind of thing like it's it's probably the third one's probably just about done i mean it's i'd imagine i mean it's well it's it's gonna release and it's like a one-year release i think uh they're talking next year didn't they push next it march they think, said didn't they just push it a little bit because of the writer's strike it, or, or yeah it's uh, like push it, I, well if it's not written yet what the fuck oh well, i mean but they like Haley steinfeld i saw an interview with her and she said they were recording stuff like up to like three weeks before release date oh really and, okay yeah so i mean Writer strike seems tricky. It's kind of like kind it's, of. it's kind of like in Deadpool three. They're they're struggling to. I mean, they can't write new material. They can't improvise or uh, because that's considered writing and improvisation yeah. is considered writing. Well, if you're honoring the strike, if they can they could go against it. It's like crossing the picket line. But but I think they're trying to support the strike. So yeah. uh, so a lot of things are shutting down because of that because that's really the only way to get any traction on 
on on the the writers i guess rights yeah <laughs> um so, yeah. so I, but i don't know if that if that if that's what was involved in pushing the date they pushed a lot of dates coming out of disney uh disney's lineup yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it it's it's going to be there, and I'm, I'm sure they've done a lot of work because it does take a while. I mean, what we have five years between the last two, and so, but I, they knew this one was coming out. And I don't know about you guys, when I went and saw this, I saw it the first weekend, I didn't know there was a part two. I didn't so know right away. I, I didn't know until like last week. Well, <laughs> did you know I, there's supposedly two releases? Versions? Yeah, but it's it's a very minor changes. Like, well, it, I get it, but. Well, they had multiple. They had multiple in the first one, so they 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 dialed it back. Wait, when they you say there's two versions, you mean they're released like the Clue, theaters. the movie theater movie Clue, where they have two different versions that are released at the same yeah. time? Yeah, the, but they don't have. It's not major um, yeah, it's, changes. It's it's minor. Like, so it's like super depend, minor. Like depends on which you go in, you're going to get a different multiverse of. Uh, is is that kinda, is that kind of playing off of that idea? Like or? different, like different spider people in the background and all that. I think it's even less than that. I think it's like one line is he says one thing and one line is another. It, it's some minor things, but in the they, first one they had they had multiple they had multiple releases. They did that with uh, No Way Home, didn't they? Go in and like do some changes to that after the release. I don't know if that was considered two releases separately released or if it was just a change they made that they updated the. The, the print that they sent out, because I think it's just digital. They, they updated a few shots after the fact. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't, I'm not sure on that one, but I do, I do know this is supposed to have some different, but nothing that's like, nothing that's like, oh, you got to start searching uh, different theaters to make sure you find it. Like, you're not going to, like, get two different stories. So, uh, but let's get into the story. This, this once again, um, uh, is a Miles Morales kind of uh, centric story, but this one we get to start off with uh, with Gwen Stacy, uh, Spider Gwen, and it kind of gives us a little bit more of her background, which was kind of cool. Um, well, they even say that, like, from the don't they start off by saying, "Let's try this a different way" or something like that, <laughs> yeah. right from yep. the beginning. They do. I wish I wish I would have got to see this again. Uh, you know, we're we're just past Fourth uh, of July here. It was yesterday. And it was a crazy weekend for me. Even though I had I had a five day weekend, it was one of those things. Is it was so jam packed, I was just never going to get to the theater to see it again, which I was kind of yeah. bummed about. Uh, but this is a movie where I also think that yeah, this is going to benefit from multiple watchings because there's so I much agree. going on. Hundred percent agree. And uh, I can't wait to see it again. I, I don't know if I say I can't wait, but I definitely do want to see it again just to catch all the stuff yeah. in the background. I, um, I, speaking of that, I felt sometimes the pacing was a little too chaotic, and I have a feeling on second viewing that's going to relax itself a little bit because you'll I, know kind of yeah. how it's all playing out. And I, that's exactly – that's what I think this is a little too chaotic. Yeah. I think there's a little too much going on, um, and it, it's almost it's – almost, you know, they, they, they say overkill, uh, you know, on this one is, is probably probably what – pushes some people away just because it's there's so much going on that you can't if you want to follow the story you can't see what's going on in the background if you want to see what's going on in the background you lose the story um and that's kind of what i thought but i did like how it started with with uh uh gwen stacy and, and spider uh gwen or i guess they go spider ghost is is what i heard a, a someone call her too which i had never heard oh. that name which i thought i was like oh it makes sense kind of the way her costume is yeah but we get her backstory a little bit where we find out that her Peter Parker and her were good friends and he, he ended up dying, right? Because he took some stuff and became uh, the killer croc, essentially. 
I believe it was, or Lizard, or was it Lizard? Or I think yeah. yeah. Did they I, did they say that in the movie and I missed it, or yeah? Is that just said, something? Okay. No, they show and that's well. That's I mean, they show her dad seeing that and her over the body, and that's what. Oh, that's they, right. That's you know, right. That's right. It's at yeah, the yeah, very yeah, beginning, right. and I got to say, when I saw the movie, I had people filing in in front of me mm. while that scene was playing out. And are like, you oh, serious? Oh yeah, they were making noise and you know trying to find their seat and and that's that's the downside of theaters these days is like i just want to yeah. stream this so i could watch this in the living room so i could hit pause yeah. or something like that and rewind if i got to watch it again because i wasn't uh, i had to go online to kind of find out what happened because suddenly i that's saw, ridiculous yeah, I remember i remember him the the him dying but i don't remember him transforming yeah it was like one of those things was, is he it didn't was become... kind of like in shadow you saw like a, the shadow of oh i see uh, that's right the, okay well, he has the then... yeah, he has the lab coat on, and uh, you know, there's he he kind of does that that mopey nerd thing where he's like, nobody likes me, I'm going to take this this serum and become something, and and they kind of show it all that, and I'll say that uh, I want to go read them, but I have not yet. But the 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 Spider Gwen story that's legit from the the comics. That's literally what happened. Is is her Peter Parker? They still had that attraction to each other, but her Peter Parker died, and so she became the Spider Man. Uh, the reference, I believe, uh, what we were talking about earlier is it's it's the canon events. That's the the captain, right? Uh, a captain always dies, and and that's a canon event, right? And that's right. the a, a big yeah. part of this this movie is that you know Spider Man always has a canon event. That's what creates the Spider Man, and they become who they are, which. I'll talk about it later. But that's one of my biggest problems with this uh, is some of the story stuff doesn't really work when you when you step back and think about some of the stuff they 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 say is what it is and it's like well but your own story is telling me that's not what it is so right i mean we'll get there i'm sure but my my feeling was that that was actually the point was that uh miguel was sort of a villain because he was saying oh no these people have to die it's a canon event and miles is like is there such a thing? That's the question. Like that's the the question that hangs over everything. Are canon events real point, or yeah. is it something that he made up? Yeah, yeah it, you know, and, and we haven't we haven't touched on all of it, and um, I don't know if we will get that in the next one. Maybe that's that's what really comes down to it. Um, but I mean, we're right there right now. Let's talk about that because that was one of my biggest problems with this is that you know the the big premise is that. Uh, they didn't want or Miguel. He's he's running. He's Spider Man twenty ninety nine. He is, um, right. you know, he's the big bad, the big captain of the whole Spider Verse uh, team, and they they have pretty much everybody but Miles as an agent, right? You know, controlling these these events. Yeah. You know, and and he says that well, you know, you shouldn't even be Spider Man because your your Spider wasn't from you know the bitch you wasn't from your world. Your Peter Parker died, and I was like, okay, but if you look at every other spider-man in there most of them are pretty unique so which means tells me that all kinds of other shit happened and all kinds of other spiders were biting other people and all kinds of other spider-mans were created but but keep in mind that he pulled kind of a scarlet witch where he you know miguel went and tampered with another universe his own oh you're right and and so that's that's what he's seeing in this miles morales characters here's someone that was tampered with by someone who was crossing the multiverses by bringing spiders over and 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 tampering with that that interdimensional uh, thing so i think i think it resonated in a place with him where he's like i'm in charge 
and he saw his whole universe complete or this whole universe that he tried to manipulate and take over, you know, so he could, you know, become, have a family, you know, well, he, he replaced, just a, he replaced he, a dead self. Right. He replaced his okay. dead self. So that was a, that's a big difference then. But it, but it was enough that had to no- destroy the entire universe, that, that entire yeah. universe. And, and so I, I think that probably was its own canon event in his, in his mentality that kind of triggered him and made him say, you know, anyone who messes with that is. Well, but it, it wouldn't have changed the spy, it wouldn't have changed the captain event because the Peter Parker in his world died. So his, his, canon event with the the uncle would have already happened right so that that had already triggered so that world would have been safe because that that uh canon event was was triggered and already happened so now miles now is a new spider-man so if that was the case then yes the 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 if if he was right that world 42 right where the spider came from that canon event didn't happen so that's where that world should have been destroyed not necessarily miles's world now just i i, I read this <laughs> I read this before. Did we know that Miles' spider was from a different, or do we find that out in this movie? Uh, yes and no and no and yes. I think the explanation that I had read that for, was that forty-two referred to serum forty-two, but but that was not also, that was not actually written in the script. I think that's what people just interpreted. Whereas yeah. the, in this in this second movie, we found out that oh no, it's from Universe forty-two. So I think I think the plan all along was to have I think this story was written out before the first one was finished because one of the things we got in the original right the the um, uh, into the Spider Verse is when that spider first shows up it glitches just like the other Spider Men from the different dimensions gotcha. so it shows right away that it's from a different dimension oh good point nice yeah. So, nice. so I, I think that. they, I, I think that. they tied that really well to this. Now the forty-two matches up really well that it's forty-two and forty-two and all the other stuff. So, right. you know, there's there's a, a theme there, but uh, they they tied that really well together, and that's why I was saying is like if he talks about these can events, the canon event happened for that Spider-Man that the uh, that died in Miles's universe, so that was already met. So him saving his 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 father. Doesn't necessarily need to happen. Well, well, maybe. So I just maybe I thought Miguel, it was kind of maybe Miguel is just bitter that that Miles. Oh, I'm sure he is. Miles he survived. Is. He's the surviving Spider-Man. That whereas his whole universe was destroyed, so he's just taking it out on. I mean, I think it's more character-driven than actual logic-driven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was that was the sense I got too. That it was not a you know he was trying to make the argument like there are these universal constants kind of like um kind of like in loki like there's a sacred timeline and it has yeah. to there's these rules you have to follow but that was basically so he could um justify what happened to him yeah that's and a good point the fact that the fact that miles shows up and everything seemed hunky-dory with him he's like it, it that flies in the face of is his understanding and yeah, he definitely resents miles. Like how come he gets all these good things? How come he gets, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, his, uh, both his parents are alive yes. and he has what? a, uh, a multidimensional girlfriend and, you know, and until just recently his uncle was alive. Unlike all the other ones, the uncle died much earlier. Well, yeah. that's that's that was another big thing in this one too. Is like he, multidimensional Miles is, girlfriend. That's like a gender identity. I like that. <laughs> uh, 
Miles happened to be one of the few superheroes that actually had both of his parents. It was a it was an anomaly in in Marvel. Like it yeah. was one of those things. It was like, oh wait, he's got both of his parents. How the hell that happened? That's just not happening to superheroes. <laughs> so it was just kind of funny. But but that but my main thing was, in, and I didn't see it as like uh, uh, Miguel going after him specifically because he was he was jealous of him. But I could see that now. But my biggest problem with this is why did he pinpoint um, Miles uh, when there's all these other different variants of Spider-Man, right? To have all those different variants, Peter Parker can't have been the one that was supposed to get bit every time. There had to be so many different, like, how did we end up with so many different Spider-Women if it was always supposed to be Peter Parker, right? Why did, how did we end up with, like, uh, the Spider-Punk, a Spider-Dinosaur, a Spider-Car, right? Peter, uh, uh, was it uh, Park? Peter Park Car. <laughs> Park Car, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, maybe so, we'll find out more about that when we we uh, get more into uh, the the villain, the, the spot, because he's the one that... I th- isn't he the one that brought the spider from the other universe? Or, you know, no, no, he was no. a he was a he was part of the um, team, right? He was on Alchemax and yeah, but I mean that's that I mean really that comes down to Kingpin. I think he Spot was created because of the the collider exploded and he ended up so he's now he was created. I get that, the, he, but he, he was kind of was created the same way Miles was. But he was also a scientist on that team, so it's possible that that you know he was a doctor. Uh, of of I don't know <laughs> physics or you know whatever whatever multi physics multiverse physics um, you know so so maybe he's tied to it a little bit uh, more um, and and you know he'll so, we'll, dis- we'll discover more I the origins know. in the third one as, as to why yeah. that spider came across into this multiverse in maybe know, where it hadn't happened in any other situation. You know, with all the other shit they got to talk about, I hope that's not even a storyline, but one of the funny things I do, I did hear is, um, and I don't know if, if it was touched in this one or if, it was, if someone went back into the other one, but when they stole the bagel in the first one and they're, they're going through the cafeteria, they end up throwing it and it hits a, a scientist in the face. Yeah. Yeah. That is the scientist that turned out to be Spot. Really? Right. Yes, it yeah. is. In yeah. fact, uh-huh. in fact, when it hits him, rather than saying bonk, it says say bagel. It, it says bagel, <laughs> and yeah. that was that was actually it was it was it was done at the last minute, and it was someone who just like as a joke put it in as a comment. It's like rather than yeah. saying bonk, it should say bagel, and they just ended up putting it in. And and yeah. now I yeah, now hilarious. I see it. And it's like that's hilarious. It says bagel. It doesn't. I think say they even bonk. say. <laughs> do they say bagel too? I think I think someone says bagel at some point in there too. But yeah, it's funny yeah. that it hits the the scientist that becomes Spot and it just. Yeah. Well, they, know, they they hadn't identified Spot as the villain until while they were writing the the. Well, scene. I love the fact that they went back so, and oh, go. Really? Let's let's pull Did this it start guy with a yeah. villain. Yeah, they, they they had they they had another villain in mind. I think they were going down a different direction, and then someone uh, suggested uh, the spot instead, and had to make a case for it. And and, and that the was, spot is a previous villain, right? I mean, that's it is an actual uh, D list villain for sure. Yeah. D list. Um, D list. Yeah, yeah, he's like a like a like, kind of almost a comic comic relief kind of like villain. the walrus. Yeah. He's a comic. Yeah. <laughs> um, the 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 spot. I love the way he's animated too. The way his body kind yeah. of shifts around. It almost looks imperfect. The way he kind of sits. Yep. You know, cat catawonky a little bit, and uh, and it, it it makes me interested in his in his origin. <laughs> 
they did a pretty good job with him because otherwise I was like, this is a pretty shitty villain. It's but weird, make... but but it 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 has potential of being really interesting, especially the what yeah. happened to him. Yeah. Well, well that's the like great this. thing about the animation too. I mean, oh, you couldn't have done that, this live action for sure. I know that you can do that kind of stuff, and you can have somebody that like, you know, their legs are jointed backwards, or who knows what, or you know, <laughs> the look of the vulture and all that kind of stuff, yeah. or or whatever you want to do. It's like you can do all that stuff. With animation, you could never do. In a, well, not maybe in our lifetime, but not now in live action. And that's so Jason, Jason Schwartzman does the voice. Who, yeah, who you've probably right. been doing a lot of research on Noah with your yeah uh, from a uh, from a uh, Wes uh, Wes Anderson uh, sure. Wes asteroid <laughs> planet or whatever it's called. Yeah, asteroid, asteroid city. city. Um, asteroid city. So I know in the first in the first uh, Spider Man uh, Spider Verse thing. Uh, the animation was a big deal, and they did a lot of like really comic book looking. And then they took that one and turned it up to eleven in this one, where there is so much like chaos uh, in in so much as like pattern switching and in uh, you know background style switching and stuff like that. Um, it actually was a distraction for me. Um, it's one really? of those. Yeah, I think it was one of those. It was like you know a little bit of too much of a good thing kind of thing. It's like. Like you guys had it, you had it a little, you had it really good, and then you you took it over the top, and it, it kind of hurt the movie for me in a way. Like I understand it is incredible in what they're doing, um, you know, I really like what they did with Spider Punk, but I think there was there was almost too much of the the different frame rates at the same time and different you, color palettes, and, you, and it was just are like, you one of those? This is what happens when we have nice things, kind of guys. Like <laughs> this is this is why we can't have nice things. No, I mean you saw the first. <laughs> did you see the first movie in the theater? Oh, that's a good question. I, I mean, I don't remember. I, I think I think the pandemic has kind of changed us a little bit. We're not in the theater as much, and so we're watching movies in a different way. We're watching them on our phones, like you like you say. You're watching them in our living rooms, where we can hit pause yeah. and kind of take a take a breather and stuff. Or go back because you missed something, or you, you missed right. something in the background because you're watching the foreground. We have not been to the theater that much, you know, considering how many movie I, movies I've seen in the last two years compared to the how how many movies I'd seen in the previous year. Right. It's probably like like one one. Oh, tiny fraction of, of of I just don't see the movies anymore. So so I agree. When I went on you know the other day and watched it, it was information overload. But I think that's yeah, right. because you're stuck in an environment. We're just not as accustomed to that as we used to be. And maybe that's maybe that's something they're trying to adapt the movies to uh, right. to give people more for rewatchability for uh, for for that living room experience you know i think we talked about quentin tarantino how he cuts his movies what's the what's the one with um the hateful eight he has like four different cuts of that movie on netflix or on depending on what format you're watching yeah it, yeah yeah it feels the experience is different and so watching this in the theater could be just that information overload i i agree i could be i, I, also- I used to watch i used to watch four movies a month Easily, because I had the AMC movie pass. Oh, nice. I used to movie hop. I, <laughs> I'd see four movies a yeah. day. <laughs> I know. I mean, my birthday was typically, like you're saying, three movies a day, four movies a day, whatever. Yeah, so. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I get it. It's different. It's a different experience than than I've been used to for the last couple of years. I mean, I did see the first one in the theater. And do re- I do remember that feeling. Like, again, I was super impressed by it and i'm like this is amazing visually and i was and so many things like gave me that feeling of reading a comic book 
But I think you're right. Totally. I think when I got it home and, and got it on video, was able to watch it, you know, at a more... Relaxed pace. On, on, at a more <laughs> relaxed pace, yeah. And, Whoa. you know, and, and it is one of those that I when I rewatched it last week for the podcast, and it was probably like the fourth or fifth time I've seen it, and it's like, yeah, this definitely rewards rewatchability. You pick up more and more stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's what this one will be like when I get it on on video. It, well, I'm just I'm comparing it to the first one where I just think I think they had it at the right amount, and I think this one it took a little bit over the top. Now it also could be part of this is there's you're getting two, old. <laughs> I mean, it was only like five years, but yeah, I guess. Um, well, no, but this one has 285 different Spider-Men. That's a lot. Okay, and 85 of those, I think it's 85, uh, are actually, or 95 are actually like named Spider-Men from different uh, comic, like actually have references to other things, comics. What are the other 200? They just they just gave them to it like, hey, design this Spider Man. Put a put a design on this Spider Man and put it in there. So there's but there's yeah. so they like you know but there's 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 that many of them with an yeah. actual like name or you know pull from something else. And I was like, God damn, that's a lo-. and that's and the thing pull, is we're trying to see them all. Though. Yeah, I mean they pulled them from everywhere. They pulled them from like all the different animated shows. They pulled them from the video games. They pulled yep. them from like you know. One time, yeah, yeah. (laughs) exactly. One time, one shot, you know, ads and things like, yeah, for sure. Uh, One of the ones they didn't (laughs) apparently is there is a Japanese version of, uh, they call him um, Spider-Man, and it's a Japanese Spider-Man show, and, you know, it's a live action, and they're like, like, why did we not see him in there? Because he's great. Uh, That's another one if you you listen to Hero Movie Podcast. Probably unlicensed. Wow. I think no, I think, licensed. no, I don't think it was because um, in that uh, it's like from the seventies. The, no, there was uh, the the show that was on Disney Plus about the history of Marvel. Uh huh. I'm trying to remember what it was called. It was um, was it? Oh yeah, called Six One Six. Okay. And they did they did reference the and it, the Japanese Spider Man oh. and yeah. how insane it was. So I don't think they don't. I, I actually think it may, I've have, seen it some... may have been done like without a whole lot of oversight, but I don't think <laughs> it's entirely right. entirely unlicensed. People that so, have watched know, it, though, I, say great. I think I've seen. Go ahead, Noah. Sorry, I was going to say the people that have talked about it, I've heard talk about it, say it's incredible to watch. It's it, it's it's a lot. I mean, it's it's an early. I think uh, this is saying ninety one, but that seems like I, I think I've seen some seventy nine, seventy eight, and seventy nine. Gotcha. The Alamo Draft House. Before they, I don't know. Have you guys been to an Alamo Draft House? Either you, anybody here? Mm, I've heard of it, but I don't know if I've ever been. No. Yeah. So you the one in San one. Francisco I used to go to. You got to go to New York, Nina, check one out. But there's one in Brooklyn. Um, okay. But uh, I, when they before they start their movies, you know how like some theaters will do like the trivia, and some will do like a thousand Pepsi ads and some will do whatever, (laughs) like before the, before the, uh, the previews start rolling, they'll do like, just, they'll have the screen running. What the Alamo draft house does, at least for the Marvel movies that I've seen, including Deadpool, they've done all these alternate versions that are not mainstream. So it's like Deadpool. They had, it's almost like a YouTube video that some high schoolers made where it's like (laughs) this, this baggy, 
Deadpool costume. And I think the same thing with Spider-Man. They did first some of the original Spider-Man stuff, you know, like from the, the live action from like when we were kids coming home from school or whatever. But I think there was one that was in, in Japanese and it mm-hmm. could have very well been it. I mean, they didn't like, they don't identify it. It's just like these, these 30 second to one minute clips. And it's really, it's nice. pretty interesting to see some, some alternate stuff. I remember I went to see Wonder Woman. They had some pretty crazy, I mean, I can't remember what they were, but some of the Wonder Woman shit was nuts. Oh, like the old <laughs> Linda Carter Wonder Woman? Well, even other stuff, like just all these like stuff from other countries. I think one was from Russia and, you know, oh, I, I don't know. It was That's like funny. just crazy it's a, stuff. It's a Hong Kong version unauthorized of Wonder Woman. It, nice. Very, very young Michelle so, Yeoh. Yeah. You know, okay. I, I think it's pretty, the thing I found very interesting, and I, I, I should have known this, but I don't, you know, I've only ever been like, well, even when I was into comics, I wasn't like into the sort of uh, the fringe sort of, I don't want to say fringe right, titles, right. but like I, I watched the mainstream. I, I read the mainstream stuff like the Ultimates to me is mainstream. So I read the Ultimates and, you know, I've read a few like uh, I read Runaways and some of those other ones. I got a free comics day, but um, I thought it was I, I, I think it's pretty interesting and pretty cool how like all the spider men from what i could tell at least when i was looking at imdb they all had the same initial for their first and last names for the oh. for a lot of them like even right. the, even the indian um yep, yep. anyone i forget yeah. i forget what his name was but even him it was r something r you know r was the first um of both of his names i just think that's like it's just pretty cool that they keep that consistent like they didn't have it's, to it's a uh, uh pav Pav, Pavider, uh, Park Parkabar. Oh, I thought so it was both, R's. No, they're both P's. Oh, okay. Hey, but the best thing about that, and I don't know if you guys picked up on it right away. Um, this is one of the few voices I was just like spot oh, on. It. It's fucking dope Pinder. I know, right from, from Deadpool, the taxi driver. <laughs> you finally yeah. got to be a superhero. <laughs> slash slash barback. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, when I heard his and voice, was I was great- like, oh. So that was a funny. great character too. I mean, this is the way they drew he him. He was and... so that was an interesting one. So that was a um, a, a, a character designed. Um, yeah, right. Um, so that was they were trying to to launch comics over in um, in the uh, the Arab countries and stuff. And and uh, so one of the things they came up with was this, and it was a it was a whole title, a whole new issue. It was basically the Spider Man of of. Um, I can't remember what. Yeah, India. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, it's it's legit. Like, they have actual comics, you know, and runs and stuff with, with him. And so they, they were able to pull all that stuff from there. And it was a lot of fun. I thought it was really interesting. Like, he had his own little kind of gimmick with his his webs where he was kind of using the, um, the, the I don't want to call it a bangle because it seems like it's not right, but uh, the, the bracelet as part of his... Yeah. You know all of his his webbing and stuff like that. You know he was he was out there like yo-yoing it and kind of uh, throwing it around, and it was just kind of cool. But I mean, having having him do the voice, you know, it just yeah. He he's one Some of, those of the people. voices were great. Oh, yeah, go ahead, sorry. I was gonna say there's something about like especially in Deadpool when he just talks, you can't help yeah. but like just want to give him a hug and be like, oh my god, like, he's like <laughs> he's like the ultimate uh, Gilligan. You know, he he's just gonna be your little buddy. And uh, so it's it's just something about him. He just always brings a a smile to my face. It's Karan Sony is is the actor. Since since we're talking about great voices, um, 
you know, it was great to see. Um, I mean, just some of the, when you look at the cast, like some of the some of the people that they really pulled in here, not not really uh, uh, identifiable voices per se, but definitely identifiable actors. And, yeah, and, and some of them are like uh, Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out. Like, yeah, he, he he was one of the voices, but then you. You go down to like uh, Rachel I, Dratch. I heard Her him in voice an interview. Was so good. Well, Daniel Kaluuya, I didn't realize he was an American. I, I remember him from Get Out really well, but I heard him in an interview. Oh, you didn't realize he was an American? Yeah, yeah. I've seen him in yeah, interviews. It was quite before. an accent. So. Yeah. Yeah. But like Rachel Dratch, yeah. as I, I, you know, Andy Samberg. But <laughs> one of the one of the best ones, which kind of like I didn't I didn't do a lot of research before the fact for this, so I didn't know a lot about the different Spider-Men and Spider-Women and, and whatever. And to see Issa Rae as Jessica Drew, like her character was just, first of all, pretty, pretty legit. And also just like, I love her. She's in some really fucking funny movies. Like she's in Lovebirds with Camille Nanjiani. And that is just, I laugh every time I see that. That's just a pretty hilarious. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but no. it's pretty funny. It's check it out. It's it it's will. like it's B-list comedy, but it's there's a lot of really funny stuff. And Camille Nanjiani's hilarious, and Issa Rae I think is is pretty good too. And and just her character was I think like a really bright spot for me for the movie. Um, just just the way she was kind of through the thing. She's in the I new mean, Barbie she's... too, as well. But I don't I don't she's know. She's in the new Barbie. Yeah, I just I oh, was looking okay. up a list of movies because I haven't seen her before. Um, but I see she's in the new Barbie. She's, is she in? Uh, uh, what is it? She has a thing on HBO Max, right? Or or sorry, Max. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, uh, the Black Lady Sketch Show. Is that the no one insecure? Talking? No. Oh, insecure. It's, insecure. That's no that, longer. Think, yeah, that's that's she is in that. It went on for five years. And, oh, it's until twenty twenty one. Oh, gotcha. To, okay. I didn't realize it was off the, the air. But I, you know, yeah. on, on the list, but yeah, um, but yeah, no, she's. I just like her a lot. I think she's very very funny, good actress, and it was. I didn't realize it was her until. Like there's so many voices, she, and, so and much she's one of the few Spider Men that isn't disguised. That is, you know, doesn't wear a mask. Right, right. Uh, then she, ha- she, ha- she has eye covers. Uh, her identity yeah, covers. She, she has like these yellow sunglasses. So yeah, it kind, it kind of mimics the Jessica Drew in the comics. Yeah, not exactly. It, it just yeah, that's it what was, I read was that she was one of the few that did not yeah. have a different no, eye. Yeah. You know that it had well, her this identity is, known. She's and she's a different. She's an alternate from what the actual comics are because in the comics she's not a black woman that's pregnant right. either. Um, so this is she's kind pregnant. of pregnant. I saw pictures yeah, of her were, from the comics where she was. There pregnant. was, there was, yeah. but she's yeah. not pregnant all the time. But yeah, she actually she. I think she well, was she's pregnant, pregnant all the time. All the time. <laughs> nobody. I mean, I do. I do have a cousin who has thirteen kids, and, and well, that's pretty close. Almost, <laughs> almost pregnant all the time. That's but, a good point. Good point. Good point. I was just saying, but yeah. Uh, it's it's not exact. It's it's a different art iteration. Of Although it. um, speaking yep. of pregnancy, this did have there were a lot of parenting references. I mean, in this movie, oh, dude, was okay. Yeah. Father well, figures, mother figures. Jake and, Johnson had the baby with him, right? Yeah, like, yeah, the, exactly. Mayday Parker, yeah, yeah, in the baby Bjorn or whatever you call. So I don't know if you guys realize this, but I've been looking for a cosplay outfit that I could actually pull off, and I think I found it. I think I could do Peter B. Parker. You could do Peter B. Parker. I think I could. I, I think I got enough of a dad bod, and he was enough of a dad bod that I could pull off. But wasn't he? In I better think you got to do just Drew. You get the glasses. You got to put the fro on. And... <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Did you just call me pregnant, Steve? <laughs> but no, oh. I, that Maybe you're you closer to pregnant than dad bought, I think is what you're saying. <laughs> So, so would you so would you include your granddaughter in the cosplay? Uh, I mean, there if I, you go. If yeah. we can do this in the next like six months, yes, I totally would. Right uh, after well, that, she's perfect gonna be, timing. Yeah, I Not know. Even six months. It's July, August, September. Three months, dude. You're in. Okay. Four months. You're in. <laughs> I just got to get the Spider-Man outfit. But yeah, I just I actually saw the a picture Spider-Man outfit. Not well, he's like wearing he's, he's like wearing a big Lebowski. <laughs> outfit. And he's, he's got, got a robe. He's, he's got, got a, robe a Spider-Man yeah, true. flip flops or whatever. <laughs> But he's got a Spider-Man outfit underneath it. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, no, it, I totally could do that. I actually saw someone else do it, and I was like, oh, that's brilliant. I love it. Yeah. Take so. your, take your also, one-year-old granddaughter bar hopping. That'd be great. <laughs> I, I I also predict that you're going to see, allow it, I'm sure. <laughs> gonna see a lot of Indian Spider-Man oh, yeah. at, at conventions, because that's a... It's a cool looking outfit. It is. It's a cool is. looking outfit and great hair. I mean, I know, I, I'm sure, you know, it's it's like... His hair was very well animated. I'll give it that. Yes. It was just like, yeah. <laughs> they put a whole team cool. on just the hair. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, the other the other kind of standout new Spider-Man that was in it, I don't know if new, but um, was uh, Hobie Brown or punk, uh, Spider-Punk. Yeah. And I, I think this is and across the, the board. Out, that's the Get Out guy, the Daniel. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel. Daniel yeah. Kaluuya. Um, yep. So, I mean, I thought he was pretty cool. I just, I like the attitude and stuff, but it was one of those things is like it had such a, a drastic different animation with him where it was like newsprint and things like it. It was like yeah. just, he, he's very punk rock. Yeah. And it was, it was really well done. And I think a lot of people really gravitated towards him uh, as, as far as the news, uh, the highlighted Spider-Man apparently, you know, with the, the ones with names that we got, got in there. And so that was kind of a cool a cool, you know, something new in this one that we didn't have in the, the last one where, you know, we, we didn't get our, our uh, spider ham and our, you know, spider noir, we, but we got nope. this new set of this new set of uh, crew, which I don't know if I cared for as much as I did the old crew, but uh, the spider punk was pretty neat. Spider punk was great. And it was, you know, it, it, this, this whole movie to me, it felt like, um, Scrapbook is the wrong word, but it almost felt like like if you were to take all of the Spider-Man comics through all time and wanted to do this comic, they did a good job of like basically cutting the pictures out of the comics yeah. and putting them into this movie to make the movie work with those characters. So they didn't try right. and like do them all in the style of anybody's one style. They all existed in their own style. Yeah, they, even they the actually, villains too. Like even like you're saying, they're, they're the vulture. Yeah, well, that was the key. Is is and that's why they had um, so many different animators. Is like they gave certain people like that. You do all of this, so it's always in that style, and it's right, not like sure. it went back and forth. And so they did that, and and they would do it in the same scene almost with different people and stuff. And so right. that was a plan yeah. all along. Even, and, even and, going and back it makes to the Lego sense. movie that they made, uh, you know. Right. Know, right? Yeah. Well, that was actually done by a 14-year-old kid. He I, did saw that. I saw that. I was that. like, that's fucking cool as shit. So apparently oh, he was great. doing this on YouTube. They didn't know it was a 14-year-old kid. That's the cool part about it. Oh. They're like, yeah. we have to find out who did this. We have to track this person down. And they track him down. And they're like, wait a minute, what? 
This is a 14-year-old kid doing something good enough that we want to put him in the movie? Like, Yeah. Well, the same producers did the Lego movie. Why did they reach out to a 14-year-old kid or on YouTube? Why they did they... I, think they just, I think they just liked his sense of humor and That's thought great. it was cool. That's and, great. And his style and all that. They just saw it on YouTube and were like, yeah, we got to get this guy. We'll get him in the movie. They probably thought he was like some, you know, some animator from, from Burbank right. or something. <laughs> or whatever. And turns That's out it's awesome. some like 14-year-old awesome. kid from uh, Tallahassee or something. Who knows? Right. um Um, so you'll get a kick out of this boys i was looking at some of the pictures um on imdb in their photo gallery and they have one where it just has a shit ton of uh spider-man uh kind of in the background and there's one with a hockey stick (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i gotta i gotta find out what spider-man that is i don't know who he is but i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna find out who that who that is because i'm like i want to know that guy um i just thought that was pretty cool um yeah, the, and the, well, so with all that, I think this is also what led to some of my irritation with this movie uh, um, is that there was almost too much. Like, it was a little overkill. Like, the 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 scene when they start, you know, it, it starts off hilarious because they're like, you know, Miguel yells out, get Spider-Man, right? And they all do the the meme where they point at each other, right? Yes, exactly. And it's, and it's not just one. It's like all of them. So we're oh, talking like right. all 200 and whatever Spider-Man start pointing at each other. Uh, and then they end up start chasing around. It just it, it was it was a little too long, a little too I, chaotic, and it didn't really go anywhere. Or and they already anything. did that in the first movie. I think they should have dropped right. that completely. I mean, those sort of well, stuff. Didn't they also do something of, similar? Good. Well, I just sometimes the fan service when it's when that's the only reason it's there just doesn't work for me. I mean, I, I didn't I didn't even like when they did the live action cut-ins of, you know, where Donald Donald oh. or Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire because I thought that's not this is an animated. This is that to me took took me out of yep. it. When and and if it's if the scene was only about fan service or some sort of nod to pop culture, I don't think it worked. I think this movie worked best when it was story-driven and yep. and and like you say, oh. that scene where they're all pointing at each other they already had a little it, nod to that in the last movie, and yeah. it just they, it went on too long, and it, I don't think well, it needed to be there at all. It. Yeah. Didn't they have a sort of nod to it in, if I'm not remembering it right, the uh, the Doctor Strange? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, they yeah. did it in that, too. I mean, it's not you, like... You mean No Way Home? Is that... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I call it's... Although keep in mind this this movie, even even having Tobey Maguire and Andrew McCarth, Andrew Garfield they had reached out to him in the last movie this prior to no way home you know this movie is does kind of have the jump on the whole multiverse and the use of those those uh characters uh you know they they did it first yeah. really so we we get, we, we got to keep that in mind that <laughs> i think sure. sony is i think sony is consciously trying to tie it into the live action uh, that's why you also <clears throat> yeah they want all their properties tied oh. into this like they had, and they had, I mean, they had Donald Glover. Yep. Yep. I'm homecoming. And then uh, the lady. The bodega, yep. The bodega, the bodega lady. She's, <laughs> she's from, from Venom. Venom. But yeah. I don't oh, like right. that. I, I think that's just, that's where you get too lost in, in trying to tie movies together. That, that loses the. the well, are we going to get Venom in the next one? Maybe. That, 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 a good but, point. That that's fine. I just mean when they're trying to draw, you know, it's it's almost like you have the influences. It's it's the big the big corporations or the big producers with all the money that are saying, oh, you got to do this, so you got to do that. Yeah. You gotta, it, well, that's well, that's where I we mean, get the whole uh, 
you know, the scene from Multiverse of Madness where you bring in the whole uh, in, Fantastic Four. Well, yeah, where the what's it's not called. Or, I mean, I'm yeah. sorry, just it, the, in, the Illuminati. In, Illuminati. Thank you. Thank you. That which right. which was great for fan service, but it still it detracted from the movie. It made it. Yeah. yeah. And I think the producers were the ones that pushed for that. It, and that's well, that's I what mean, I mean. That, <laughs> we all started and stopped. Go. Okay. I mean, it is a very comic book thing. I mean, comic books do the same thing. Like you're reading, you know, you're going along, you're reading Thor, and it'll be like something, he'll mention right. something, it'll be like a scene in Avengers 79, and you're like, God damn it, I got to buy Avengers 79 now. Right. You know? Or you turn <laughs> yeah. the page, and then here's, you know, there's Iron Man. Or you turn yeah. the page, and, you know, here's some other Avenger, or here's some guy you never right. heard of, and now you have to buy his whole comic. To find out his backstory or whatever. Yeah, but I'm sure. Right, I'm sure in the comic books it was, it, you know, it was the, you know, someone up holding the purse strings saying, "Hey, make sure, sure you course. you you put a suggestive of sale course, in there when they turn the page, or I'm not going to fund your comic book." Yeah. And so, so yeah, we're doing a nod to that. Maybe I, I don't know. I, I, well, I think, I think, I think, I think it think distracts reason, from the story and. Right. I, I think mean, the it, reason. It, go ahead, Nina. It doesn't. It doesn't because it's like. When the the lady from the bodega showed up, and yeah. you know, and Andrew and Claire are like, "Who's that?" I'm like, "Oh, she's from Venom." You've never seen Venom. And it's just like, but it wasn't important. It Both was of like, them have never seen Venom. No. Andrew saw- doesn't. Andrew doesn't care for the character, and Claire's too young. It's rated R, man. And <laughs> has she seen Deadpool? No. Really? Hell no. Okay. Hell no. We've seen R-rated movies when we were 13. Are you a better parent than ours? What are you trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've told her she can see Deadpool when she's 15. Okay. But, um, Fair enough. I mean, granted, it's your kid. I'm just joking around. <laughs> has she listened to the uh, podcast? <laughs> she has Not, listened to the podcast. Oh, <laughs> God. Noah, you got to watch oh. your mouth. <laughs> I've just, <laughs> Both of us. Not, I definitely has, do. I'm her listen. uncle. <laughs> She doesn't listen all the time, but she like listened to she's listened to one or two of movies that she likes. But um, yeah, that being said, I mean, I don't think it was important. Like, if you didn't know, yeah, yeah. like you would just be like, it, if you were the the one person walking into this who had never seen a live action Spider Man movie, be just like, oh, oh, some are Lego, some of these universes are Lego, and some are live action. Yeah, I mean, that's what Steve's saying. 100% fan service. That's yeah, but, it, because of that. It's 100% fan service. But let's let's OK. The, the running time of this movie is longer than any animated yeah. movie there. I mean, it was two hours and 20 minutes. Never? Uh, well, any I think there were some. I mean, I'm not sorry. I'm not I'm not saying that like judgmentally. I'm just saying it like like. I, I, I mean, there's, there's, the next words out of your mouth to be the longest animated movie ever. Like, is exactly what I was expecting. You know, I, 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 I read it and it might have had an asterisk next to it, like, you know, based in from this studio, I think, for as far it's, as. Yeah, like but, released in the theaters but, and kind of but all that. And, nonetheless, it's very long, you know, and some people think yeah, it's too yeah. long. It does kind of whether, you know, so maybe that would have been a place to trim some of the fan service and, and really, the you know, the movie holds up without the fan service, I think. You're right, and, you're right, it, may, it does. It may have resonated a little well, bit more with me, because to me that's sometimes distracted. Yeah, but I mean, there's some fan service that I really liked, like, jeez, uh, uh, I'm drawing a blank on this name, i got to scroll down here. J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. Like, yeah. Like, that is, that's classic fan service. I mean, it's... 
but it's but, fan service. To, but to it have works. To do that. It works better because because you know what he's saying on the TV screen resonates for the scene. It it doesn't. It it's it, the the person who doesn't know who who that character is or know. Uh, uh, J.K. Simmons, you, you know, the actor and his voice and how he's he plays yeah. this role in so many different past uh, movies. It still means something. And, th- and that's where I'm, I'm saying sometimes when it doesn't yeah, it's mean not anything, purely fan it, service. it's, it's only it. yeah. for the fans. And, and, you know, suddenly they're all pointing. It's like, what does that mean? You know, uh, or, right. you know, and, and so sometimes I think yeah, I get that's that's where they have to draw the line or that's where I'd like to yeah. see them draw the line a little bit more often. Right. A, a lot of the Marvel MCU movies are doing that more and more. Um, it's all yeah. about yeah. Easter eggs. And, and, you know, when you, when you go online and say all the Easter eggs from guardians of the galaxy three, and it's a, you know, it's a 45 minute uh, YouTube video, you know, that they probably overdid it a little bit with Easter yeah. eggs. Well, but actually, and even yeah. some of those videos, those people are stretching a lot. You're, some of yeah. those are like that. Oh, like huge <laughs> fucking yeah. stretch. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, but let's go back to Venom real quick. So it's like I'm thinking about like you think about iconic Spider-Man, and I think there's a lot of the iconic Spider-Man are obviously in this, right? I mean, it's it's. Well, is he a, is he a Spider-Man or is he a villain? Well, didn't he? It's a good he question. Was, he That's was a question. suit. That's, he was a suit for a while, but that didn't make him a Spider-Man. Right. So let me. So <laughs> we can discuss that later, because he's from the Spider-Man universe. Let's put it true. That way. True. He's a spy. He's he's purely a Spider-Man universe character. He's Spider adjacent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think in the and, comics. Sorry. Go ahead. I think you in think the think comics, of, he was more closely intertwined with Spider-Man. He yeah. is in the movies. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so that being said, I think like the Todd McFarlane Spider-Man is such an iconic, like it brought Venom, like it it put Venom front and center and made, I mean, I mean there were Venom t-shirts and hats and like everybody fell in love with Venom when Todd McFarlane started animating right. Venom. And since he's so entwined in the Spider-Man universe, like how awesome would it be to get Todd McFarlane to get in there to do the animation for Venom in Beyond the Spider-Verse, we, we might even see if it's it. for a small piece. We we might see it. We don't know. I mean, you know what you know what would be very interesting is is if that's that's kind of like the end credit. Right? We get well, there were no end yeah. credits in this movie though. Um you, wasn't uh, there? they weren't they Oh, because we were we were sitting there waiting, and the guys cleaning the theater like, yeah, there's no end credits. Even. Yeah, there were no end credits. There were no during the credits, no after the credits in this movie. Right. There were like animation. There was like good animation, like in the yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't. Re- credits. I know we left the theater where I was at because it was like a hundred degrees in there, like right away. So maybe that's why I'm. No, there were no end credits at all. <laughs> yeah. There were no end credits in this movie. So, so okay, but here's what I'm saying: is maybe maybe we get through this this third movie, right? We wrap up this the Spider Verse and everything, you know, comes down and and Miles ends up the hero and he gets the girl and everything's fucking fine. Maybe Miles ends up dead. Yeah, he's no. the villain now, right? Well, that's a different Miles. Well, yeah, you're right. Uh, and actually, I've heard that. Uh, in the comics, there, that Miles exists, and he's a anti-hero because there's no Spider-Man there. He's kind of like the he makes the Prowler be end up being a good guy. I don't know. We'll see. Is he like is so? Who's is Daredevil an anti-hero or is Punisher an anti-hero? Punisher is for Punisher. sure. So he's like more like Punisher, right? Yeah. yeah Daredevil's not an anti-hero. You're right. Punisher's an anti-hero. 
So they may, may it may end up with that. We don't know for, but on what Let's I'm saying Punisher is, sure, in the next one, <laughs> two antiheroes. <laughs> but you get, you get, you get, you get through this, right? You clean up the Spider Verse, and then you end it with a a Venom uh, cameo at the very end, and that makes that opens up well, for another whole another. You know, well, I'm not telling, no I'm not home. telling Sony no how to make. Home had. I mean, it'd be another No Way Home, like he's like a little little. Uh, Oh yeah, the little blob on the counter. Yeah. With, right. Hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, Claire's not listening to this. A little dick tease like, <laughs> yeah. the movie for all the people that love Venom. Oh, but the, <laughs> the best part is, is it was going to end up infecting uh, Danny Rojas, so it was going to end up bringing in, um, you know, Danny Rojas, the, the Ted Lasso <laughs> world. And so you know, Sorry, Venom's going to be nice. playing <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that's uh, I know the, when I saw Ted that Lasso, scene. Venom. Crossover were exactly. All, I was all dying. Oh, <laughs> I was more. I should do it. <laughs> I was more laughing and enjoying the fact that Danny Rojas was there than them Venom was. But that was so. Just was he me. Danny Rojas before or after the movie? That's a good question. I think, I think he was. I think, I think he was. I think after. But I'll I'll do the math. Hold on. Yeah. But anyways, I just thought that'd be funny. But that's something they could do. I, I mean, we know that we got this movie coming in. I, I, you know, me personally, I hope that they dial back the the chaos because I think that's what distracted me from. You know, the the story was great. I loved, I loved our returning characters. Uh, you know, Gwen and and uh, Spider B Parker right. or Peter B Parker. Um, they they were killing it. Uh, Miles and it, everything was great. I did. I really did like. Um, you know, the Jessica Drew character. Uh, Os- Oscar Isaac is uh, Miguel O'Hara. He's one of those like, he's a good guy you love to hate in a way, right? He's almost a bad guy in this. He is, but he's supposed I to agree. be a good guy because he's. But he's like he's like the bad guy Spider Man. Well, one of the um, things yeah. Isaac uh, Oscar Isaac mentioned was that he's the only MCU or the only Marvel character that has zero humor at all. You know, <laughs> that, that, ever, ever, yeah, <laughs> yeah. ever. Even in you're saying in Moon Knight, no, yeah, no. Well, I was, I was no meaning, intentional, no intentional. I, I was meaning this character. He was talking about this character is just completely, it's possible, completely humorless, yeah. um, which makes um, him feel like someone you just don't enjoy if he doesn't have any sort of levity to him. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean that that's kind of the uh, the main part of of Spider-Man as he's funny, you know? Oh, he's got yeah. the quips. Exactly. <laughs> he's always got the one-liners and stuff. Well, and then, and then we also got great characters that are not Spider-Man with, 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 uh, uh, Miles's parents, right. Uh, you know, Jeff and Rio. Oh, they're great. Really enjoy that. And, and a lot of people were talking about how, how emotional it was, you know, where the dad got the emotional beats in the first one, the mom really gets the emotional beats in this one. Yeah. Um, which was really cool. Uh, so yeah. And then, I mean, we, I don't know if we're ready to get towards the end, but you know, we get the 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 end of it where you know Miles is shipped back to uh, Dimension Forty Two, where the Spider was from, not where he's from, and he runs into himself, and that's him as the Prowler. But then, uh, you know, we got Gwen putting together the team, right? It's the old team and the new team to go get him. And I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I was like, "Oh shit, I'm fucking ready for that." <laughs> yeah. like, we get we get back Peter Parker, you know Peter or uh, Peter Porker, you know Spider Ham. We get yeah. uh, Spider Noir. We get um, uh, what's her uh, Penny Parker, right? Uh, you know, in a robot and her Spider right. Dad. Uh, so we did get all re- those guys. Did she rebuild her robot. I, I think so. I think okay, that's. Good. I think. Probably, I think it shows. Probably. Uh, and then, but then we have the new guys. You know, you've got. Uh, you know. 
uh, Spider-Man uh, India, and then you know Peter B. Parker's still there, and then we got uh, Spider-Punk joining them. Uh, Just so Drew. Was she there? I thought – I don't oh, think she I, was. I, again, I, I – you know, well, I, I mean, I they show – they show him right on the top of that roof, and I don't think she was part of that group, and I don't think she would be because she's kind of she's going to be that she's going to be that mom figure that's going to stand between Gwen Stacy and her team and uh, uh, Miguel O'Hara. Well, right? they've got she's the AI assistant, the uh, Layla, right? Um, maybe I don't know. No, Layla. I mean, Layla was Miguel's cast. Sorry, sorry. Have you guys looked at the cast of Beyond the Spider Verse yet? No, no. So they're all in it. Yeah. I'm I mean, sure they are. Everybody you're mentioning is it. Nicholas Cage, yeah. is he back? Because I know he didn't do any voice work for this one. Noir. Oh no, he's not listed yet, but okay. definitely Hopefully John they get him Mulaney back because they did show him join the join the uh um, the yeah. group. You're talking they, to, uh, they could probably get somebody to do his voice. I'm sure there's well, they, a million voice actors they, that could do. They already Cage. mentioned that they didn't get him back for this one, but they had a lot of stand up comic in L.A. They had a lot yeah. of uh, they all had a lot of vo- vo- voice work from the first movie that they were going to reuse, and so He's I was reused. expecting to hear him, but I never heard him in the in this one. So no. maybe they were referring. I don't, to they, I don't know if any of them talked, but uh, you're talking about Spider Bite though. Was the the AI uh, spider? Right. Um, and then the other one, the, um, Layla, that's the kind of, uh, uh, computer talking in your head of, uh, Miguel. That's his little, he's kind of got his own little, uh, Jarvis. Miguel and the Spider Society's this AI assistant. Jarvis. Yes, yes, correct. Yeah. What's, is, what's Jarvis become when, when Jarvis is, uh, uh, Vision? Is it, so, but is, is that, it's the woman is. Yeah. It's a, it's like a Jarvis. Yeah. Where what's it's, her, what's uh, the actress's name? Uh, Greta Lee uh, is the one that plays Layla. No, no, no. Sorry, I'm, I'll, I'll look it up. Sorry, never mind. Okay. Wasn't she in I don't Top know where Gun Maverick? Going. Is she the? Yes, the bartender in Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, and she's married to Vision. Oh, right? oh, they're, the they're... new, the new, the new Jarvis voice. I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, the woman um, Jarvis voice. But it's not Jarvis anymore. What? Are, it's um. <laughs> exactly. I'll look it up. Never mind. We'll just we'll just right. wait for Bo to text us. He always texts us. No, keep it. going. I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll do it live no, right okay. now. We'll do it live. I'm not text we'll do it live. You. Got it. You but get I mean, random texts. You know when I'm listening to the podcast because yeah. you always get a text. <laughs> it's usually no one's wrong about this, uh, or this is how you pronounce that. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, this I mean this was really fun. I think the first half was was the story was really good, and then it kind of got a little crazy. Uh, and then it was just kind of closing up the beats to get to that last little couple minutes of, of the final. Um, I, like I said, I was surprised that this was going to be a two-parter. And, and someone was mentioning, they're like, so really what they've done now is they've made like a five-and-a-half-hour movie, and they're just split it in two. And that's really <laughs> right. what we're getting. Pretty much. Um, and a lot of people were actually upset with the fact that like this is this was a poorly done two-parter and the fact that it closes with nothing. There's there's no finish to anything. We're like you know we had Endgame and and uh, Infinity War where Infinity War actually stopped on a good like oh shit like you know it 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 had some completeness to it and then it had a second movie where this is kind of like it was just going 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 and go oh yeah 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 we're gonna come back a year later and tell you the rest of this shit. It's like oh fuckers like it and so wait you're so saying Infinity War had a had a happy like, conclusion. The, I mean, that I was, didn't say happy. Okay. I never said happy. I it said it had a conclusion. Well, I again, I'm going to go back to Back to the Future too, because to me, that movie 
kind of had the same sort of feel as this one. It was more chaotic. It kind of ended with a, a cliffhanger where you almost thought everything was okay, but then there was this twist like, oh, I'm in the wrong time. You know, everything's all completely screwed up. What are we going to do? Um, and then there, you know, a tease of what could come. Um, again, I think Back to the Future didn't quite nail the characters the way this one did. And so I think this one was a better, better sequel, but it still feels that like it's the same thing. And, and do I you mean, think I they're going to stick to three movies? I, I don't know if it's successful, you know, there's going to be, more. I think, no, I, I think it's going to be three movies yes. and then it will, there, there may be a spinoff, uh, but I don't think they'll try and keep going with the spider verse. I think it'll, it'll end up Spider-Man and the like, crystal skull. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny uh, so people have been talking about they might have a live action Miles Morales in the next live I've heard that too I've read a lot about that sure and, and they're I, saying they want the live action and this, this doesn't really work with everything they've done so far but there's a lot of people that want uh, Donald Glover to be the live action Miles Morales but that doesn't work no he's too old now fortunately they'd have to get yeah. He could be Uncle Aaron. Younger Tom. Or Aaron. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think. He I, could be. I mean, if we want the Miles we're seeing now, like instead of like a, you know, 30 year old jaded Miles, I think I, you can't go with Glover. You got to you got to get a young, a teen. I mean, know. even the guy who's doing his voice, I think. He's too crazy. young. Yeah, he definitely. Yeah. He, he needs to be young. I mean, it's almost yeah. like you're going to have to find some new just, I mean, just to get uh, Jaden Smith. No, no. No. Go go over to the Disney no. Channel. <laughs> go over to the lab at the Disney Channel where they grow all the new stars and and, right. and uh and just pluck one, one off the Disney tree. Yeah. Uh, you think Sony would do that? I don't think Sony would do that. <laughs> well, they they won't want to do that because they won't want to have anything to do with uh, Marvel and and Disney and, right. and so they're going to lose all their money. Um. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's. Although you know, it's it, they did a great job with this, but I mean, will, do you think if they try and do a live action, will they be able to pull it off? Because Sony has not been very good with live action. They're, they're they're I mean, they're doing something new, right, with this one, and they're killing this one, but all of their live I mean, action has never been as good as. If if everybody can put their egos. Oh, there there you go. That's side. You know, <laughs> Which, yeah, I know it's a real good luck long with that, time. right? <laughs> yeah, and and they just like, I, I think it's possible just because there are people there who really do. Like, I think Tom Holland really wants to be the best Spider-Man he can be, you know, and he really right. wants yeah. to do good movies. But yeah, I don't know. When it's all about sequels and spinoffs and franchises, you lose that that you know what a movie is all about. You know, the the, the script yeah. takes second backseat to to driving more money driven um franchises so i mean yeah. when you look when you look at the amount of money that's that's being shoveled into to this to the films these days american films anyway it's a wonder any of them are half decent you know it's it's like You're saying there's not enough money no 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 i'm saying it's it's because they're all about like how can we make the most profit like uh you know like every there's so many quote bombs this summer, like movies that were they may put a lot of money into, and like they all have to yeah. make a billion dollars to be successful. And it's like, well, none of them are making a billion dollars. It's like, yeah, because there's three movies a week that are coming out that have to make a billion dollars. It used to be like two or three a summer, if on a good summer, 
or right. one. And, you know, when you make a movie costs $300 million, there's just, you know. And there's so much content at home. What what drives right. us to the theater right. these and it's, days? And, you can hype it and hype it and hype it, but I think people are getting wise to that. It's like, I don't think, I think after the the pandemic and everybody staying home, it's like, there's not this feeling like I have to go opening weekend. I have to see this. Right. As, as, well, that's the thing. It's almost like can. they have to say, this will never be released on home viewing. Like, it's almost like they'll say, this will never be a DVD. Mm. This will never be streaming. This will oh. never be anywhere but in the theater. And that's the only thing that would get well, somebody to go to the theater. Okay, next week we have the new Mission Impossible coming out. And I bet it's going to be a huge hit. And I think that's it because... It looks really good. Well, I mean, it looks good, but I mean, there's a lot of movies that look good that this... I mean, you look at the Pixar movie. That looked really good. Um, Elemental? But, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's... To me, this uh, this it looked good. And, I agree. And and what what does Tom Cruise bring? I mean, he for the for the longest time he brought he brought an, enough, he brought enough box office overseas, <laughs> but he didn't bring as much domestic. But after Top Gun Maverick, just you know, went through the stratosphere with its success. I think people yeah. are thinking that he is the only one that can bring a, a summer blockbuster post COVID. So so I I think that that alone is going to drive this this movie to uh to really successful box office numbers i'd, I'd we'll be interested see. to see no. how that does i mean it'll be interesting to see how that does because you're right it's i think the thing about the mission impossible movies is it's almost getting to be like the fast and the furious movies like they just churn them out every couple of years with similar storylines yeah but and, okay well let's i mean fast and the furious just kind of i mean they, i think they released one last month or I don't know, maybe two, two months, months ago. ago. I don't okay. know how well it did though. Okay. Well, I, I, I'm anxious. To, yeah. I mean, if we look at the past mission impossibles, they, they opened about the same as like the latest Indiana Jones. I mean, not that great. Um, they had a little bit more staying power, I think, than, than Indiana Jones will have, but, but that's because they're good movies. Whereas I think this one's going to just <laughs> clobber the opening weekend and have, and as long as it's, it's good enough, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to stay. That's just a, that's just an opinion. I think that's something yeah. to do with uh, how good Top Gun Maverick did and how, how much right. that movie meant to people post pandemic. So, well, yeah. And, and fast X made 10, made $7 billion so far. So I guess, you know, it's, if you got, if you got something that works, keep doing it. I did guess you say 7 billion? Yeah. Fast? 7 billion. I think that's got to be, there's something wrong there. You might be looking at the whole fast and furious franchise with that number. Uh, Anyway, <laughs> I, I did watch the the trailer for the the new Mission Impossible. Oh, it is the most. You're right. Yeah, it's it's ridiculously like it is so over the top. It, but it, it brings a billion. Back, the franchise is seven billion. Sorry, okay. it brought back a lot of the old characters from some of the other ones, and I was like, that, I'm thinking that's what's going to really bring people in is because it's because it's bringing back you know it's got simon Pegg and Ving rames and they were both in uh, the last one i mean they, they they're pretty pretty much were. staples yeah they were i mean i haven't weren't. seen one in a while actually to be honest i haven't either i haven't either like i like the movie I, I enjoy but, I haven't, but they're enjoyable but i just haven't you know I, I i so much else to watch and stuff it's just like i haven't 
I haven't gotten around to, to get to the I think I just got ones. over the I was like, okay, it's just gonna be the same thing. Tom Cruise doing crazy stunts and yep. <laughs> he's gonna win in the end. Uh, I, I'm yeah. just making a prediction. I I, I I mean I don't know. I'm not positive, but but it just seems that's the way the summer's been going. Everything's been a dud, but I have a feeling that one's gonna hit hit the hit. Yeah, I think you're probably right. And this was I mean, do you think this will be, end up being a hit when it's all said and done? What's this one? The one we're talking about? The, the yeah, the into the spider verse. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think it already. I think it already. Think it already is. Yeah, I think. I yeah. think it is. You think it's already a legitimate hit? Yes, oh, for sure. Yeah, if you if you well, okay, it's gonna it it's it's got a big audience in comic book fans, um, animation fans, and and young kids. So it's not gonna draw in people that aren't gonna go see those type of movies to begin with, yeah. right? So it's never gonna it's never just gonna be like oh I gotta see this, but it you know. When you talk about the stuff that's been released lately, like uh, Quantumania and you know Guardians Three um, and the stuff like that, it it's holding its own against those for sure. Which is you know that was one of the things they weren't sure that the first one was going to do, and it it kind of did. So, and it's killing its competition in in animation. I guess I mean Mario apparently did really well, um, and it's doing as good or or you know it's holding its own against Mario, which. It was a big hit. That was so. a couple it's, months ago. It's already so. made over six hundred million. I mean, so yeah. it's so it's yeah. it's already a financial success, and and it's been a critical success, and it's already lined up the next movie for, you know, the the audience wants the next movie, and so all those three things, and you're set, I think. And I so. think the first one has a lot of good. It's a lot of good feelings about it. Like it, it sort of came out of nowhere, and people were like, "Whoa, this is amazing." Well, I think that was it is people didn't see it in the theater. That's it. And then it won the Oscar and everybody saw it on cable and, and, and whatever. And it's like, so when this one came out, it's like, okay, we're not going to miss the boat on this one. Yeah. Right. And luckily it was very good. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see if they can keep it up. I, I I mean, that's, everybody's like, can they stick the landing? And it'll really come down to, can they, can they put together a good story and stick with it and not, not get too tied up into having to make, you know, six, six other, you know, spinoffs if of it or you know let's add another yeah. you know we had 280 spider-man what if what happens if we put 300 in there you know it, it just hopefully they'll do a good job and it, it looks to me I, I i have a feeling me personally that i think that's the third one is actually going to be better than this one yeah i, I mean it's this... going to be it's, it's going to get back to that what the first one had where it had that that team feel and that family you know closeness feel of the team uh, going to save somebody rather than just Miles being chased by every other random Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right, and I think, you know, I think a lot of the chaos and 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 the the weaknesses in this one, I think, came from that. It was this a lot of setup. Yeah. You know the the fact that the fact that they had like the whole. Uh, uh, relationship stuff with his parents and Gwen Stacy and her dad is, I mean, that was, I, that, I love that. That, that was, was, yeah, I mean, it, was great. it was, but it was, but it was very surprising. I mean, it, it seems like that would be like studios. That would be the first thing they would cut. It's like, Oh, you can't slow it down with her. Just like talking. You can't have a five minute conversation between two people. We got the Spider-Man to, <laughs> <laughs> yeah here you go steve i got uh, here's your question of whether you think uh mission impossible dead reckoning part one which releases july 12th will do better 
when July 21st comes around and Oppenheimer hits the theaters. Oh, I'm anxious for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it will. I think Oppenheimer's, I mean, that there's a lot of people that want to see that, but, but that's not a, that's not a, a, a fan audience. I mean, that's not a, that's not a summer blockbuster. That's a, it's, it's got a different type of following. Um, I don't know. Everybody I've heard talk about it is is over the top about Oppenheimer. Really. I mean, Tenet. I've heard more people last... talk about Oppenheimer than than uh, than Mission Impossible. Okay, we'll the see. Cast, the yeah. cast is incredible. Oh yeah. But actually, though, the funny thing, um, a friend of mine posted a picture uh, that they built uh, Barbie Dreamhouse and actually in Malibu to promote the movie. Oh no, Barbie movie. <laughs> <laughs> and. My friend posted it on Facebook and he's like, publicity department at Oppenheimer has the opportunity to do the funniest thing possible. Yeah. (laughs) I I saw the trailer finally for Barbie and I was like, this is not a movie. Yeah, it does. It looks horrible. I thought it looked really good, but I was a little upset with Will Ferrell's performance. It seemed I wanted to see more of a difference between the the real people and the and the Barbie people. And Will Ferrell seemed just more uh, like Will Ferrell, like, yeah, and I thought, <laughs> I thought, well, wait a second. I mean, he, I, we need to get, yeah. I, so we'll see. I, I do. Will, I mean, that was Will directed Ferrell by. Good. Uh, well, I was directed by the same one who did Lady Bird. I can't remember her name, but I love. Oh, really? Yeah, I loved Lady. Yeah. There we go. I loved that movie. I've, I've loved the roles she played in some of the movies she's been in. So, I, I think it's in good hands. But, uh, but we'll see. I, I, yeah. I'll tell Will, you this. Will Ferrell I, must have a boat payment due this summer because he's in two <laughs> like very, like just just softball movies. He's in Barbie and he's in Strays. It's the voice of one of the dogs. So he's got so a it's boat like not payment. not real. <laughs> What's that? So he's got a boat payment due. I that's yeah. He's got it. He's got he's got to he's got to make a few bucks. <laughs> some of the I stuff I've, some of the stuff I've seen with Barbie really has me intrigued because like they have um forget her name she used to be on saturday night live blonde uh oh anyway. yeah the com- oh. yeah the <laughs> oh it was in yesterday oh was she i'll look it up was she by the way it's jennifer conley the other person i was looking up was oh, yeah, jennifer, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. jennifer conley um and she plays the her character is called karen okay um, and it's the voice of Peter Parker's suit. You're not talking about Margot Robbie was not on there. Wait, who's oh, no, Margot, Margot Robbie, Robbie plays the main Barbie, but Helen Mirren, Kate no. McKinnon. Oh, but Kate no, McKinnon, she's so good. Well, here's the thing: her, 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 she's in the Barbie movie, and her Barbie character, her hair's all like cut choppy, yeah. and she has like magic marker on her face. Yeah, and oh, I'm shit. Like, <laughs> like, so, so it's stuff like that that makes me sort of curious about it because you know no like barbie was like all things to all girls and i'm kind of curious to see how they're going to do that i i noticed that no i remember that uh sex education uh show that i think i think we yeah 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 we watched all three um the 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 lead woman in that always reminded me of margot robbie and oh, I thought, right, in right. fact, when, I think when I first saw it, I thought, is that Margot Robbie? And, like a, and like realized, a young one. Yeah. And uh, they're both they both played different Barbies in this uh, in this movie side That's by great. side. So. There's some there's some great there's some great people that are some very interesting choices for this. There's like Dua Lipa, American Ferrara, Kate McKinnon, Michael Sarah. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Yeah, we'll see. Helen Mirren. <laughs> Simu, Simu Leo. 
plays a Ken. I, I'm yeah, intrigued. Yeah. I might go see it. We'll see. <laughs> it's, I will well, wait for it to come to HBO. Sorry. Claire, well, Claire and, some, Claire and some of her friends uh, want to see it, and I think I might talk myself into being the adult escort on that one. Uh, <laughs> someone has to do it. Oh, you know, it's, it's well, good, she's well said. Fly by herself? Are you kidding me? Uh, <laughs> it's, I mean, she's on the get an airplane by herself. Just drop her off at the door. I think I think the air. You know what? She did. She did go to the Eagleville Fair by herself. What? She she and uh, a bunch of friends. She's like she's like, want to go to the fair? And I'm like, oh yeah, we usually go to the fair. And she's like, I mean, without you. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Stab me, why don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Issa Rae is in the Barbie movie. Cool. She plays a Barbie. Thanks. Yet another, yet yeah. another Barbie. Yeah, another Barbie. So, uh, speaking of what we're going to be watching soon, though, what have you guys been watching lately? Well, I'll I'll start yeah. just because I've only watched one thing, and that was in the theater, and we'll be podcasting on that on Monday. That's the new Indiana Jones, um, but. I'm not going to drop I'm not going to b- drop any spoilers on my opinion on that movie until Monday. So I will also say that I, I had uh, a, a few days back my phone announced that I'd been watching too much stuff on my phone. Uh, my hour. What do you mean too high. much stuff? So, so well, it your tells me. Were you, were you up fifty-four percent? It tells me. It tells me. It's up fifty-four percent. Every week, it tells me how I've been doing, and this one was was startlingly high compared to the the week prior. So, <laughs> so I instead I got out my Kindle, I dusted off my Kindle, and downloaded oh, a uh, a book. Ruth Ware, one of my favorite uh, mystery authors, uh, just released oh, a new book called Zero Days. What's and so, that? So I, <laughs> so I downloaded that, and I've been reading. So I just wanted to plug, uh, plug the the old uh, plug the education, old, the old book. You know, the reading, reading. Not I, I don't mean audiobooks. I know that that's fair. Yeah. Audiobooks are yeah. fair, but this is actually, uh, well, I'm still reading a Kindle, but but it's uh, yeah. but it's yeah. still, no, it's still it. reading. So that's what I've been up to. You're reading words. There's no audio. Yes, reading's fundamental, Steve. Reading's fundamental. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Are you getting your Pizza Hut points so you can get like a free pizza by the end of the summer? <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to look into that. Have you? But it was a big thing with kids, like in elementary school. It's like you, yeah. they, they did the honor system. You're like, oh, I read a book, and you get a point, and by the end of the summer, they get, like, get like the summer, you get like so many point points per pepperoni. Yeah, free, yeah, okay, a free like a free like personal, personal pizza. pizza or something or whatever, and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, they I still got- do it as allegedly. Oh, you know, I'm gonna. I need to find one around here. If they do, I'm gonna. I'm totally gonna do it. I think it's for kids, Noah. Hey, unless it states it right on there, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> bad words. You pulling a bad word? I am. The free pizza. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I can't afford that eight dollar personal pizza. Right. Uh, all right, Bo. What about you? What have you been watching? So a uh, little bit of uh, uh, shrinking. We're watching a little bit of that. Oh, right another now. Harrison pretty- Ford. Gotcha. Yeah, pretty good show. Uh, having to go back and rewatch it a lot because the relationships between the characters, it's like, you're like, oh, this is the, gr-, you know, you're like, Harrison Ford's your grandfather. You're like, oh, no, he's not the grandfather. He's somebody else. Then you have to go back and like reframe like your perception to me anyway. So, so we've, uh, we've rewatched a little bit here and there um, of it, but it's that and had to, we've been having to do a lot of hiking, not having to do, but we're doing a lot of hiking. Ke- Kelly has a big hike in September. Um, she's doing Mount Whitney with some girlfriends, so I'm hiking with her. Um, so it takes a lot of like time out of my 
fact, I had to rush home from the from the hike on Sunday so I could get to see this movie. But um, yeah, so it's like you know, uh, uh, shrinking is a big one, and then you know we're. I don't know. We watched some Frasier the other day and some Law and Order and just like rewatching some old series. Uh, but I do need, I think the next thing I'm going to jump into is um, watching uh, Get Back to Black Mirror. I'm kind of like, mm. I, it, it's, it, I think the second episode was the weakest so far. I'm on episode four, but um, Black Mirror, I really like the concept of the whole series. So I'm going to need to wrap that up. Um, check that out. Cool. You've seen the whole series, Steve? Have you seen the whole season? No, I've only watched Black the first. Mirror? I've only seen the first two episodes of. of yeah, I didn't think the second episode was that good. What did you think? That was the horror one, right? The the one that kind of had the the, the took place in England, right? Yeah, and they had the they were investigating the. the yeah, they were the, doing a documentary murder. about about I, I the liked, murder of the couple. I kind of liked the twist. I totally saw it coming. It wasn't a big shock. Yeah, uh, but right. uh, but I thought it was. I thought it was interesting when you look at the perspective of how, yeah. what green lights um, m- movies, you know, the docudramas these days is, is yeah. you know, it's, they're just looking for an angle and this was the ultimate angle. This and, was the ultimate that, angle. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. so I thought that was, that resonated a bit. So. Third episode's good. Check it out. Third okay. episode has a, uh, 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 what's his name for Breaking Bad? Uh, not, not Heisenberg. The, um, Aaron the Paul or Aaron Paul, right. Aaron Paul's in okay. it. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I'll look it up. Uh, some some heartthrob guy. Okay. Um, well, don't tell yeah, me anything about it. Third episode's good. Yeah, okay. I won't tell you anything about it. All right. <laughs> Nina. So, um, still uh, trying to watch everything on Apple TV. Uh, we're still working through Ted Lasso, Andrew and I. But I watched all but the last episode, which comes out this Friday as we're taping this, of uh, Tom Holland's series, The Crowded Room. Oh, never heard of it. Oh, heaven. It's, it's interesting because the reviews were kind of, yeah, I think it has like a 50% or something like that on Rotten Tomatoes. Critics or, or or people? Critics, yeah, critics. Oh, fuck them. And the <laughs> thing is, it's like it's based on a book which is based on a true story. So Okay. And so... I read the book in the 80s. Um, the actual incident took place in the 70s. Um, so it's set in the 70s. Uh, Tom Holland has long curly hair. Anyway. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, he looks he looks different and much younger. But the thing is, like, I was listening to some critics and they're like, they, they didn't think it was that great. But I'm like, they play very, very cagey what it's I don't want to give anything away in case people are interested it's there's there's a twist that comes pretty late and oh really because I had read the book and because it's such a it's a fairly well-known psychological case I knew what the twist was watching it from that point of view I'm like what are they talking about this is pretty good but I'm like if you didn't know the twist and then when it happened it could feel like a gimmick so, ah, okay. um, but based on a true story, though, based on a true story. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I can recommend it. It's it's. Uh, I, I Say it again. Like Say the name again. Crowded room. OK. And what what what's and, it uh, on? It's on uh, Apple. It's or? on Apple Plus. OK. Yeah. And uh, I still haven't seen the last episode, which comes out this Friday. So 
whole thing could fall apart for all I know, but I'm I'm enjoying it so far. Nice. Nice. That sounds cool. It's funny you mentioned Black Mirror. That's actually one of the things uh, I uh, I've been hearing so much about it and people talking about it. I'm like, I got to get on this this train. And I went and I realized I had watched. Did you uh, start on the episode one, season one though? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> you if that's... would remember. Yeah. Yeah, I watched one that was a. It was about a guy who was on a bike and had to pedal for credits and no, stuff that, like that. Oh, that's, that's a later that's, episode. That's like season three or four. Season yeah. one, episode one is that's a politician. Maybe the first. most <laughs> disturbing episode of TV I've ever seen in my entire life. Really? Okay. I've it's I've a, had I've heard several people say whatever you do, don't start with the first episode, right? Because you might not ever watch another episode. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, maybe because it looks Agreed. like. It looked like I had watched the first three because, oh. you know, like it tells you how many you watch. And so I ended up, I'm like, well, I don't really remember it. And I, I put on the one with the guy yeah. that's on the Well, the pedaling. bicycle episode's the guy from Get Out. Yeah. And so I ended up watching it all again and going, and I'm like, well, okay, I've, I've watched this one twice, but I haven't really watched any others. Yeah. But I am, I'm going to try and get into some of that. Uh, I'm also queuing up. I, I was getting ready to watch. Uh, I want to watch Weird, the the Weird Al Yankovic story. Oh. Um, Starring oh, Radcliffe. Yeah. That's, that's fun. Like the Roman yeah. channel or something? I haven't seen it. Yeah. So uh, it's one that I've been trying to get to lately. But like I said, this was a, a crazy weekend with, you know, the holiday. Sure. A lot of family stuff. <laughs> went and traveled. Saw, saw my friend. Uh, we went up to his lake house and went out on some uh, uh, jet skis. I found out that the best way to work out your legs is just zip across a, a lake on a jet ski You'll have so much fun, you won't realize it until the next day when you can't walk because your legs hurt. Are you so standing up <laughs> or do you sit down? Well, when you're going full speed and you're you're just getting pounded, if you don't stand up, you, you're you're not going to go very fast very long because you're technically getting pounded. Oh, <laughs> it, I got you. You need to have so like we your were, knees bent so that you can like yeah use them as so shock, we were standing up, we were standing up a little bit and and uh, we, on Clear Lake it's it's close to the house. Uh, it's like eight miles across and we decided yeah. to go across. And so it was, <laughs> it was an hour long fucking trip. It was, it's, and it's, it was, it was harsh. Yeah. My body still hurts two days later, like to the point where it's like, uh, getting out of this chair after this podcast is going to be a, a chore for sure. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, it was, it was a fun weekend and, uh, I hope yes. everybody else had a great 4th of July and yeah, it was good. Weekend it was very nice. Holiday. We we yeah. brought a new puppy to our to our home on Friday. I was Friday. going to ask how that was going, it, Steve. I heard it, a bark. I don't know if it was your house, but I know we, I think Ivan was barking earlier. But actually, the two of them are getting along great. So they're playing yeah. really well together. He Ivan's doing a good job, even though he's he's a lot bigger than he's like three times heavier yeah, than for now. Uh, yeah, they'll they'll catch up, but but they're still they they they're playing well together. There he's he seems to be doing good as a big brother and 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 she's she's already pretty much housebroken and uh nice uh, she's three months but but she's wow she feels she's doing really good she's uh she's sleeping at night and and uh so i mean cindy's got about at five months sleeping through the night i know right well i mean cindy does get get up with her like once a night dog is this a cattle dog and german shepherd mix I mean, we okay. I, I sent out a DNA test, so we'll get a we'll get a better understanding. <laughs> but uh, mom was a cattle dog, and and she's got German Shepherd markings, uh, so uh, we think that's what the dad was. But we'll find out more. Oh. Nice. <laughs> uh, cool. Quick, quick uh, on that Black Mirror episode three. It's uh, Aaron Paul, Josh Hartnett is Hartnett is the oh. the other 
So like kind of a heartthrobby guy. Uh, Back in the day, yeah. 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 And uh, Kate Mara, who, huge crush on Kate Mara. Oh, <laughs> right. from my perspective. Uh, right. She's in it too. So anyway, she was check in it out. Kevin Spacey Good. series. What was that? Uh, House of Cards. House of Cards. Yeah, I like her. Yeah. Just like the first two episodes, first two seasons. So, yes. Her first season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Until she. she yeah. Spoiler alert. Let's just say. And, <laughs> yeah. And okay. We'll, we'll leave it at that. that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll get I'll get more of those in and and uh, I'll let you guys know. Uh, so yeah. exciting right. and, and and shrinking is one that uh, we've got queued up for for me and the wife to watch. So uh, have you been watching uh, a Secret Invasion? Is that something that? Yeah, I'm keeping up. Yeah, I'm keeping up with Secret Invasion. It is it is slow. I I, a, I, I started watching the first ten minutes and and I didn't have that much time, so it probably wasn't a good idea because. I haven't. I was it. enjoying it, but Andrew kept falling asleep, so okay. we haven't. Oh, really? <laughs> Two episodes in, and I'm kind of like I'm waiting for it to really do something. It's kind of yeah. like that meme where you know the, the the stick figure guy is poking it and telling it to do something. It's kind of like feel right now. So yeah, uh, yeah, I'll get I'll let you guys know next week on if it picks up any. Right. Uh, hopefully, I mean it's. They say it's supposed to be more like Andor, so I have a feeling it's going to be more of a slog and more, you know, political drama than action. But we'll see. So, okay. we'll see. all right. Well, with that, that's that's how we seize it. Hail Caesars! Hail Caesars! Hail Caesars! I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Nice.